0: Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about this amazing podcast for parents. Parents of boys specifically, called the Raising Sons Podcast with Dr. Rochelle Whitaker. Dr. Rochelle Whitaker is paving the way for all parents to unapologetically live their lives the way that they see fit. Her passion for building healthy families prompted her to create and host the Raising Sons podcast. She leads the charge in providing unrelenting support to parents and shedding light on tough topics that many feel ashamed to discuss. She has more than 18 years of experience as an educational psychologist, a maternal mental health expert, a certified perinatal therapist and parenting advisor. And of course, she's a mom of boys herself. I love this podcast because, of course, I'm a mom of a son. And as a mom who is raising a Christian son, a Black son, I have some, some questions on how I'm going to do this effectively. And I love the practical knowledge and the, the clinically-based perspective that Dr. Rochelle has. So she not only gives you an approach from a mother's standpoint, but she's an expert in this field as well. This season, she's covering some super important topics, like how to have difficult conversations with your son the role of a stepmother in a boy's life, raising children with learning disabilities, how to talk to your son about being bullied, how to teach your son about dealing with the police, and so, so, so much more. It's available now everywhere you get your podcast. Check out this quick sample of one of her most recent episodes.
1: Welcome to the Raising Sons podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rochelle Whitaker, but you can call me Dr. Shell. I'm a parenting advisor, educational psychologist, licensed maternal mental health therapist, and mom. On this podcast, we'll cover everything you need to know about raising sons. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome to the Raising Sons podcast. I'm Dr. Shell, and today we're talking about how to have difficult conversations with your son. Thinking about this, I was thinking about conversations that I've had with my own sons, difficult conversations that I've had with my own sons. And a conversation that comes to mind is one where we were talking about the things that were happening with George Floyd a few years ago. And so I remember us being in the car and me explaining to them in simple terms what had occurred. One of the things that I did was I was honest with them, but also kept it simple. So it's really important that when you're having these difficult conversations that you keep it simple because you want to keep it developmentally appropriate. My sons at the time were younger. I had a younger son and I had an older son. So I wanted to make it where both of them could understand what I was saying and not give them too much information. So I didn't want to overwhelm them. So as I was having this conversation, I was explaining to them what had occurred, why it had occurred and how this possibly could affect them at some point in time. The conversation turned into the more difficult conversation because my older son started asking me questions and he was saying things like, so does this mean that I'm going to die early? And he was asking me questions like, so people don't like me because of my skin color. That's when it got more difficult because it got more emotional and I just had to be honest. When we're talking about how to have these difficult conversations with our sons, I think it's important that we are honest. What I mean by being honest is being honest, right? So not trying to sugarcoat anything, but really being honest with what's happening in the world, what kinds of things that they may face and why things are the way they are. So being honest is of the utmost importance, but also keeping it simple, like I said before, making sure that it is developmentally appropriate and not overwhelming them with too much information. Because I know sometimes as parents, we can kind of get into our feel and flow of a topic or discussion, And so we start giving them all the details of whatever it is that we're talking to them about, and it can just be overwhelming. So keep it simple, be honest, and make sure that your sons have the opportunity to ask questions. Those are two things that I would tell you to do. Be honest and keep it simple. Now, on the other side of this, a lot of times we are dealing with our own parents. When I say we, we're dealing with our own issues or challenges. And so that also can be a part of why the conversation is difficult. I would encourage parents to ask themselves, why is having this conversation? Why is having a difficult conversation with my son problematic for me or a challenge for me? Dealing with those emotions before those conversations become something that you have to talk about. So if you know you're going to have a difficult conversation with your son, kind of prepare yourself and ask yourself, you know. Why is this conversation difficult? So I didn't anticipate when we were talking about George Floyd, what my sons would ask. So there was no way that I could prepare. There will be times where you won't be able to prepare. But when you're deciding, okay, we're going to have a difficult conversation about, I don't know, life, death, whatever the case may be that you prepare yourself for those conversations. And when I say prepare, I mean, ask yourself, what are your emotional feelings behind the conversation? What makes it difficult for you? Or what do you think will be difficult answering the questions for them? So is it emotions? Is it your own emotions around the subject? So like I was telling you all about the conversation I had with my son, some of his questions really hit my heart hard. Like he was asking me, So that means I'm going to die young. Or, you know, he was asking me about people not liking him because of his skin color. And those were things that really kind of hit me. And like I said, I just had to be honest with him in answering his questions. But it really hit hard in trying to explain to him why people would hold something against him because of his skin color and especially at the time it was 2020, and you think about where we are as a society and why we are even having to have these conversations with our sons. I became teary-eyed, but I wanted to be honest with him. I wanted to keep it simple, keep it as light as I could. Again, when you, as a parent, in preparation for you having these difficult conversations, ask yourself what makes it difficult for yourself, what your sons could possibly ask you that would kind of touch on your heartstrings. And how you could kind of mitigate that before you go into it. Because we know that our sons respond to us. If it's something that makes you emotional, they're going to be less likely to come back to you to ask questions because they don't want you to feel bad or feel any kind of way. So those are some things that you'll want to consider when you're having these difficult conversations with your sons. Another recent difficult conversation that I've had to have with my son was around death. So a young man in our church recently died. He was getting off the school bus. He was walking home and he just died. Our church has what is called youth church. And so in the church service, the youth pastor, you know, talked to the kids about what had happened to him. He didn't go into detail because there were lots, there's still lots of things that we don't know about what happened. In telling the story and talking about what happened to him, it was triggering for a lot of kids. And although my son didn't know him, he had his own questions and concerns around death. So it kind of brought up these questions and concerns around death. And I hadn't anticipated him having any kind of response or reaction to it because he didn't know him. But what ended up happening was he was afraid to go to sleep because of what he had heard had happened to the young man. I really had to sit with him and talk about really life and death. And I had to be honest with him that no one is going to live forever. And I had to keep it honest and also kept it simple. And so we are a believing family. And so he was saying that he was having a hard time sleeping at night and he didn't want to go to sleep. And so I asked him, had he prayed about it? So he told me that he hadn't. And so I told him, "Okay, well, let's pray about it. You pray about it when you're up and your mind is racing. So he was telling me all of the different things that were happening. So he was like, my mind is racing. I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about what happened to the young man. And so I said, well, when your mind starts racing, pray. And I was also talking to him about, you know, what scriptures he could use to kind of combat those thoughts. I want to take a moment to tell you guys about the Raising Fearless Sons Challenge. Recently, my son and I had a discussion about him wanting to face his fears and to be more brave. So he came up with a list of things that he wanted to do to help him face those fears. One of those things was something like uh, climbing a rock wall. So he has a fear of heights. And so he made a list of things that he wanted to do um, over the summer to face his fears. And not only did he encourage he want to do this for himself, he then also inspired me to to participate in this in this challenge. And so I'm a big fan of practicing what I preach. And so we've been, you know, facing our fears together. And so wanted to include you all in this challenge. And so if you wanna join the challenge, follow these simple instructions. Share a fearless moment that either you or your son embraced on Instagram and use hashtag Raising Sons. The winner will receive a copy of the Raising Sons manual. I can't wait to see your post. That was a pretty difficult conversation because how do you explain to your son about death? Because it's something that's going to impact or affect all of us. And we don't know the day or the time. There's nothing that I could say to him other than to pray and to ask God to help him to quiet his mind. There wasn't anything else that I could say to console him because the truth of the matter is just the truth. We talk about having difficult conversations with our son. The so two most important things is to be honest and to keep it simple, because, I mean, sometimes that's all you can do. You don't have a rhyme or reason or you can't explain something away or you can't make it better. You just have to deal with what is right in front of you and let them know there are limits to what you as a parent, you know, too. Right. And I think that helps them to see you as more of a human, more as someone who has like real emotions and feelings and that doesn't know everything. And that makes it for them easier to when they don't know things right for them to say, I'm not sure or I'm uncertain. And so having these difficult conversations can really flow into so many different things that your son may be dealing with when you show up in your authenticity and are transparent with them. And sometimes, you know, that you can have conversations and they can bring things up and you don't have an answer. And you say, I don't know, or I'll have to think about that, or maybe we need to pray about that, or let's research this because I don't know. And I think that authenticity in parenting really helps. I think it helps with helping your sons just to see you in a more realistic light. I don't know if that's the right word, more realistic, but in a more, I think, human, humanistic light so they can relate to you and understand that, okay, my mom she's human. She's not super. She's not superhuman because a lot of times sons tend to think that you are superhuman. And so we want to make things for them attainable. And sometimes that means that you have to show your emotions, show that you don't know the answer to something, show that you need help too. And so they can in turn do the same things when it comes down to needing help for themselves or for asking for help or even saying, I don't know. I think having difficult conversations can lead into a lot of Different teachable moments and lessons that can be shared between you and your son and can make the relationship that much greater. Something else to think about is when do you have these difficult conversations with your sons? For me, the conversation that we had about George Floyd, we had that in the car. (laughs) And I think it's important that you have the conversations one, when it's the best time that you can capture their attention. Sometimes it may just be when they ask you a question and you have to respond. But I think that. Our conversations, deep conversations, challenging conversations tend to happen in the car. I don't know if they just have time to sit and think and ask questions, or I feel like that's a good time sometimes to talk about things. But I think when you decide to have these difficult conversations, maybe it's when you're moving and you're not still. Because what I found with my sons is if we're at home and we're sitting on the couch, they're going to be tempted to want to turn on the TV or to go in the kitchen and snack. So we can be in the kitchen and they can be eating. You can choose to have those difficult conversations then. But it's almost like you need to be doing something to kind of help ease the conversation along. So like I said, we were in the car initially when we had the conversation about George Floyd. We were at home when we had the conversation about the young man who passed away. And so that was unexpected. And I also think it happened because my son was getting ready to go to sleep. So that's when all of that kind of came up. So I don't necessarily know if there's a right time to have these conversations. I think that you can prepare sometimes to have these conversations. And when you decide to have these conversations, that is at a time where you can capture their attention when they are all ears or when you all are in an activity where they're listening, but they're still doing something. So maybe you all are sitting down at the dinner table or you all are standing around the island And having a snack, or, you know, like I said, for us, a lot of times they're in the car when we're traveling to and fro. Choosing the best time that your son is attentive to what you're saying and that you can have uninterrupted conversations. So, one of the things that I will say too is, you know, you wanna be honest, you wanna keep it simple, but you also wanna be mindful. If you have multiple children at home, you also wanna be mindful of when you're having these conversations. What I mean is, you may not want to have a conversation when all of the kids are in the car, especially if you have younger kids and you're having these difficult conversations. So you may want to choose a time when you with your older child when you all are having those conversations in isolation, when you can you know, pull them to the side and have a separate conversation and not have the younger kids involved in the conversation. One, because they may not understand what you're talking about. And two, you may not want to expose them to whatever the topic is or concern is. And you also want your older child to, be able to be free to ask questions without you know a younger sibling taunting them or a younger sibling crying or something like that. You want to make sure that you have their full-on focused attention. So it might be good if you have multiple children to set aside time specifically to have a conversation, those difficult conversations with your son when he's you know by himself or when you all are out doing things or maybe if you have dates with your son having some of those conversations at that time. But you want to make sure that you have their attention. You want to make sure that they feel free and open enough to ask questions about whatever it is that you're talking about. And those would be the two most important things. When they feel free enough to ask questions and when they're isolated, they're not around their other siblings and you all have some maybe one-on-one time or maybe it's you, your child, your son, and the other parent. So I think that's going to be important. So, this wraps up this episode of the Raising Sons podcast. Be sure to listen, subscribe, share, do all the things. Until next time.
0: hope you guys enjoyed this sample episode from the Raising Sons podcast, all about how to have difficult conversations with your son. For more content like this, make sure that you subscribe to the show. It's available now everywhere you listen to podcasts, and the link is in the show notes.